there, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. Today I'm finishing this series I've been doing on truth for the past six or seven weeks, and I'm going to look today at guarding the truth. This is a very important aspect of it, because once you find the truth, you can go through all of the teachings about the truth, but if you don't guard it, then there's really no point to looking for it in the first place. So we're going to have a look at guarding the truth today. And I want to start today in John chapter 8. I'm going to read from verse 42. And it says this, Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded and came forth from God. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks according to his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Now, the first thing we need to understand is that the devil is a liar. He is the father of lies. He is the one who is the father of all of the lies on this planet Earth. And he is the one that we are guarding the truth against. Because he doesn't want us to have the truth. He wants to try and fill us with lies. And ever since the beginning of the church, he has attempted to infiltrate the church and to fill it with lies. As much as I hate to say it, he's actually been quite successful at it because there are a lot of false doctrines in the church today, and we have to go and sift through all of that falsity, all of those false doctrines and false teachings to try and find the truth. And it's there to be found. The Lord has given us his Bible, and if we seek diligently, then we will find the truth. Then once we've got it, we need to guard it from the devil so that he can't take it away from us or confuse us with his lies and half-truths. Now let's have a look over at Galatians chapter 5, and I'm going to read from verse um, 7 on this. Actually, I'll read from verse 6. It says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is of any avail, but faith working through love. Now, here in the Galatian church, they had been deluded by teachers who'd come to try and trick them into having to follow the uh, the depth of the law and all of the ordinances and so on and so forth. But we know that in Christ Jesus, we have been set free from the law. Verse 7, it says, you were running well. So the Galatian church were doing okay. They were doing okay, past tense. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you'll take no other view than mine, and he who is troubling you will bear his judgment, whoever he is. So here we see that he's talking about this matter of leaven, and he speaks about leaven many times. That The Bible mentions leaven in a lot of cases. But this leaven he's talking about here is pollution that is tainting the truth and taking away the truth of the gospel and the truth of the covenant. He says, you were doing okay, but then someone came along and they just put in this little bit of leaven, this this little bit of false truth or half-truth, and it was taking away from it, and they were starting to follow a different path. He talks elsewhere about they followed a different Christ or they followed a different gospel. And we know that there is only one Christ. There is only one gospel. And the true gospel has the truth in it. But they were turning away from it. And so that was his concern. So he's saying, who hindered you? And we need to understand today that there will be men who will come into the church 
and they will try and teach false doctrines, false teachings, and they have, to try and lead the people of God away from the truth. Now, we see this further even uh, over in the book of uh, Romans. Uh, I'm in Romans chapter 1, and I'm going to read from uh, around about verse uh, 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness of men who by their wickedness suppress the truth. Now, here's what we see today. Men are suppressing the truth. We're seeing it in our governments. We're seeing it in the laws that are being made, that uh, they are suppressing the truth. They are trying to drive Christ out of everything, trying to drive him out of our society. We, we've seen so many examples of this, even governments legislating against Christianity in different ways. And then there are those who are killing Christians. Christians are the most persecuted people on the planet. And uh, that's been well recognised uh, many times in recent times. So men are going to do wicked things and they are going to suppress the truth of the gospel. And we need to be aware of that because we cannot let them take away the truth from us. We cannot let them take the truth and replace it with all of their lies. And they do. You know, there are philosophies and there are people who think that uh, political correctness is a good thing and it's not because it suppresses the truth. What did Paul say? How did he deal with these things? Well, back over in Galatians um, chapter 2, we see what Paul's response was to this. And I'm going to read uh, Galatians 2. I'll start from about uh, verse 4 where it says, But because of false brethren secretly brought in, and again, we see here he's talking about the church because of false brethren secretly brought in. And that's what we need to worry about too today because there are false brethren out there. Because of false brethren secretly brought in who slipped in to spy out our freedom which we have in Christ Jesus, that they may bring us into bondage. And that's what's happening today also. Most of the church today is in bondage because they don't understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of salvation, is all about freedom, not bondage. I mean, when it talks about salvation, salvation is about being saved. What are you being saved from? Saved from sin. You're being saved from bondage. So if it's a gospel of salvation, why would we go back into bondage? And many of the the teachers in the church today are keeping people in bondage. They're keeping them under uh, the law. They're keeping them under the power of sin. Anyway, that they might not bring us into bondage. To them, we did not yield submission even for a moment that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. And that's what we need to do as well. We cannot yield the truth of the gospel to these false preachers with their false teachings who are trying to bind people up in all kinds of uh, guilt and condemnation and sin and so on and so forth, which is what they are doing today. Sadly, I have to say that this is happening. This is happening. But we need to stand against it. And as Paul said there, we did not yield submission even for a moment. Now, we see also um, over in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and I'm going to read um, verse 1. It says, Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. We have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Now, this is another thing. These people 
There And there are preachers and teachers and people who bring false doctrines and heresies into the church. But Paul has said, we refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word. And it's important. God's word stands as the truth. We can't tamper with it. We should not tamper with it. And, you know, there are even people who have done translations of the Bible where they've changed things that they didn't like. and said, oh, no, I don't think I like the sound of that much. So they changed it to something that was more palatable to them or to pressure groups that have come to them. And, uh, and we can't do that. You know, we cannot do that because that is tampering with God's word. If we're going to hold fast to the truth, then we need to look for the truth and we need to hold fast to the truth as it was written, as it's been given to us. Very important. Do not tamper with God's word. Now, the final scripture I want to look at is over in uh, the book of 2 Timothy, and it's 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I'm going to read um, from, um, oh, let me see, about verse 11. For this gospel I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher, and therefore I suffer as I do, but I am not ashamed and nor should we be ashamed, should never be ashamed of the truth. For I know whom I have believed, and I am sure that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words which you have heard from me in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have Paul here today, but we have his writings. We have the writings of uh, the, the Gospels, you know, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We have the writings of Peter and, and others who have written these words down for us so that we can also follow the pattern of the sound words which you have heard from Paul in the faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. And that's what we must do. And then he goes on, he says, you know, once you're following the, the, the pattern of those sound words, once you've listened to those words and you follow them, he goes on in verse 14 and says, guard the truth. Guard the truth that has been entrusted to you by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. That is what this session is all about. Guard the truth. When you find the truth, guard the truth. If you're not sure whether you've got the truth, and we need to question, you know, he does say in other places, test yourselves. You need to test what you believe to make sure that what you're actually believing is actually the truth and not some false doctrine that some preacher has brought in you know, over the millennia, the last two millennia, to serve his own purposes or serve their own purposes. And there are a lot of teachings today that do exactly that. They are there purely to serve the purposes of the preachers and they are not there to serve Jesus Christ or to serve the truth of the gospel. So when you find the truth, seek it out and you can pray about it as you read it Make sure you read the Bible. That's the most important thing. The words of Jesus Christ are contained in the Bible for us. His teachings, the processes by which we can learn and by which we can be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ are all written down here for us. You need to learn them. Immerse yourself in the Bible. Study them. Pray about them. Ask the Lord when you don't understand. And even you will hear things from time to time and you'll hear doctrine that may be at odds with what you've read somewhere else. Well, pray about it because you don't know whether or not what you've read, you've read wrongly or understood wrongly because it's been taught to you that way by some pastor, or whether or not that doctrine that you've heard is right or wrong, and it may be the Lord is teaching you something new. Pray about it. Ask the Lord. Ask him to back it up. Ask him to show you right from wrong, and he has promised that he will do that when he said, ask and it will be given, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you.
So this is our method of guarding the truth. So that's all I've got to say today uh, on this uh, subject of guarding the truth, and it also finishes this series where I'm talking about the truth. Next time I'll come back and we'll start something else. So until then, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and wishing you a great week ahead. God bless. God bless.